0: How, How are you? I'm good. How are you, my dear? Um, you know, I'm doing all right. It's, it's a busy time of the year. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. I feel like everything is just, it's like crunch time. Yeah. Right?
0: It's like turned like, up to 11.
1: Yeah. Like, um, even like with my work, uh, I'm, it's pretty crazy right now. I'm trying to launch a new client. Ooh. So, I know. Very exciting. It's going great. Um, it's just, yeah, like with, it feels like very appropriate, you know, like with everything else <laughs> sure. going on, that it's busy.
0: I know. Um, I think we should, we really need to like everyone. What's that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is my dad's cell phone notification. Uh, he, he is charging my phone near where I'm recording. so.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Should we start over? (laughs) No, let's just keep it rolling. Listen, everyone else is struggling just as much as we are. And if you're not, then wow, kudos to you. Um...
1: Yeah, I think we're like deeply on the struggle bus. Just for like a quick behind the scenes sneak peek for everyone. (laughs) Katie and I were supposed to start recording at 3 p.m. And now it's 4
0: p.m. Yeah, we had some major technical issues that, to be honest, I still don't quite know how we managed to fix. Um, But we've we've gone through like three different messaging systems at this point to make this happen, to bring this content, this very important content to all of you. That's
1: right. So please stick with us. We promise this rocky start will be worth a great episode in the end. (laughs) Um, Okay, the first thing that I want to talk about... Yes. ...is this movie on Netflix called The Prom. Okay, yeah. Which was formerly a Broadway musical.
0: Yes. Very popular Broadway show.
1: Before we started recording, Katie was like, oh, I know someone who worked on the Mm
2: -hmm. movie.
1: And I was like, oh, I know someone who worked on the musical. But they're different people, so I... I really want to know the deal, and then I'll tell you my story.
0: Okay, so the person that I know, is uh, his name is Jack, Jack Sippel, and he and I did high school theater together back in the day, back in good old St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) No! Wait, hang on. You
1: can edit this out, but let me put my dad's phone on silent.
0: Deal, deal, deal. (laughs)
1: Also, just as a side note, that text tone mm-hmm. sounds like the noise that somebody makes when they're like sneaking in somewhere, like being
0: sneaky. Yeah, it's very cartoonish.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's his name? Jack
0: Sipple? Yes, Jack Sippel, a uh, famous person. So we did high school theater together. Uh, we were in a few shows together, friends on Facebook, very legit. Um, he was in the Broadway show. He's been on Broadway before, uh, in some, he was in Newsies, um, but he was in the Broadway show and then he worked on the movie as the assistant choreographer and he's like listed in the credits. Carrie uh, Washington actually just tweeted out a little video of the two of them uh, practicing a dance. She put that out yesterday and I was like, oh my God, I know him. Uh, so yeah, pretty cool. Way to go, Jack. That is really cool. And he's like a very, very nice uh, person. I always loved hanging out with him in high school. So, yeah, super wonderful, good things should happen for him. And they are. And that's great. That's really cool.
1: Um, Okay, so the person that I know, um, his name is Ted Arthur. And he's my older brother's age. Okay.
0: Um, Which means something he, to everyone listening here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like his sister was in my grade, uh-huh. um, but he worked on the Broadway musical and he was like the um, musical director, like in the pit with the um, with like the orchestra. Sure, yeah. Um, and I don't know if he was involved with the movie at all because I don't know I haven't seen the movie I'm in the um, middle
0: of watching it at the moment I started it uh, before we hopped on here so I'm going to finish it when we're when we're done and when I'm done with my homework <laughs> but it's going to um, happen
1: I've heard mixed reviews that, like, people like it, but that they don't like James Corden in it and don't think that he has any business being in the movie.
0: Yes, correct. I don't know if you're aware of this. There's a very um, big, I would say, anti-James Corden sentiment um, in, I think, in, like, the, you know, like, Broadway-ish musical theater people that I know, but also just in general. Like, Joe, my boyfriend, really does not like james gordon
1: like he just doesn't think he's very talented or like
0: or like yeah not as funny as everyone thinks and also there are rumors that like he's not a nice person kind of similar to like ellen rumors Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: yikes wow i had no idea i mean i will say that that I never really cared. Uh, I didn't care either way. Like, I really liked carpool karaoke. Sure. But other than that, I don't have any real attachment. You know, he was in Into the Woods. Did you Uh see that?
0: Yes, I have. I
1: have seen that. Did you think he was good in it?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he, like, is a good singer. But I think there's also other people that probably could have played this role. Also, part of it is the role that he plays in The Prom uh his character is gay and james corden is not gay which you know there's a lot of different opinions on on that debate uh but i think yeah there's a lot of like very qualified people who probably could have done just as good as if not a better job maybe like the person more authentic
1: in that role
0: right maybe you could have had the person who played the role on broadway perhaps Maybe we should just be using them. That's another big like controversy with the show is that they like didn't really use people from the original cast. They just like brought in famous people.
1: Yeah, that's kind of annoying. I also I feel like especially with this with the prom being like a totally original
0: musical,
1: mm-hmm. um, it could have done some really cool things for like up and comers careers.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I think some of the like some of the kids or the people who play the high schoolers, they are newer. Like, I don't recognize any of them. I was I was looking up the main girl on IMDb and she's not really in anything. So there's that. But like then the the adults, it's like Meryl Streep, who's in like every movie musical now. And I love Meryl Streep. But like, you know, I'm sure there are other people who could who could do that, too. Um, I
1: think people are going to come
0: after you now.
1: That you've spoken out against Meryl Again, I am not
0: against <laughs> Meryl Street being in shows. But I think we could spread the love, maybe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I understand. Um, speaking of prom. Yes. Who did you take to your prom? Were you like a boyfriend or something?
0: No. I um I did not have a boyfriend uh at the time and well, my high school boyfriend was like a piece of shit, so that was like always as they are, very rocky. As they tend to be, it's I. It's like embarrassing, uh, <laughs> <laughs> truly. Um, but no, I didn't have a boyfriend, and so I and I didn't have that many guy friends. Actually, here's the thing: there was another prom the night of our prom, uh, and like the the only guys that I knew all went to the boys' school that was having their prom the same night as our prom. So I like didn't have anyone really that I could take. So I was going to take a friend of a friend. um, But then he was being kind of like a jerk. Like I didn't really know him is number one issue. Um, And he was being kind of a jerk. And he like wanted to go to this other after party. And I was like, well, no, we're going to this after party. He was like, well, maybe we could just like split up. And I'm like, well, then I'm not going to take you to this. Th- like, so I actually uninvited him like two days before prom. Um, oh,
1: the drama.
0: Yeah. But I don't feel bad about it because he really was like a jerk. And then I took this other guy last minute um, and that worked out fine. It was just like a random other friend of friend. So it was like fine, but I don't know. It wasn't like a super memorable prom experience. Did you have like a nice, a nice time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let
1: me just tell you some things that happened right before my senior prom okay. and right after. Oh my god, it was god. a very tumultuous day for me. My date though loved the person that I went with. His name is Alex. Shout um, out Alex. He's really great. He he was like a couple years younger than me. We did theater and stuff together. He would always wear Chuck Taylors, so I went over to his house and we painted his Chuck Taylors purple and yellow to match my dress. That was fun. It was fun. And then he wore like like a purple and yellow bow tie. So that was great. But I made the mistake. And there are photos. I will... We post should put. a picture I was just on thinking Instagram. Because
0: I truly did love my prom dress. And it's this huge princess dress. And I was like one of the only people with a huge princess dress. But I really loved it. So we should definitely post photos. OK, continue.
1: Well, I was actually going to say I will post this picture of myself. OK, so the back of my dress was kind of like open, okay. like
0: low. Sure, sexy, sexy prom.
1: Right. And
0: I made the decision to go
1: tanning that day. Oh. And I've never gone tanning nor do I have skin that tans well nor right. do I have a mother or older sister to provide any kind of guidance to. I them. have never
0: done any tanning, no spray tanning, nothing because I don't I don't trust myself.
1: So I went for like 20 minutes and I kept my bra on. I didn't know I was supposed <laughs> to take it off and i got the f- worst sunburn. Oh. And i no. had this white stripe across my back. <laughs> and i had this like low back dress and i was just like mortified. Did you but, like
0: color it in with like a like a no, marker? No. No. I <laughs>
1: I was just like I, I think honestly i was just like i'm just going with a friend. I don't give a shit like sure. it is what it is. Okay. So after prom <laughs> I cannot believe this all happened in the same day. After prom, my school, like at the high school, like our prom was like downtown. And then at after they had this like party at the high school with like food and games and music so people wouldn't like drink sure. or whatever. Yeah. Right. So they had these bouncy houses. Mm. Okay. And I went into the one of the bouncy house, houses. And when I was getting out of the bouncy house, I sprained my ankle. And I, f- like, fell out of the bouncy house. <laughs> and my godfather had to come and pick me up.
0: Oh, no. I had to
1: get crutches the next day. Uh, and, like, I just went to bed. <laughs> it
0: was,
1: like, so... <laughs> That and you know what? a lot. Yeah, it really is. And I think that I've just squirreled that day so far down sure. in my memory. Mm-hmm. But, like, not great in, like, the grand scheme of things. Although, I will say, often days with, like, a lot of societal pressure or, like, built-up pressure They're to be great. trash,
0: yeah.
1: Like, New Year's Eve. Oh. Like, it's always
0: I, – I just, like –
1: Need to just not have any expectations ever. And it will be great.
0: <laughs> have I ever told you about the uh, New Year's Eve that I got like propositioned uh, for a threesome? What? No. Yes. Were right. they what by like a couple? Yes. A couple of strangers. I don't know them. Um, you don't
1: know if they were like a couple together? It was like two. Oh, random no, people? they no,
0: they were a couple, but I don't know them. Sure. Uh, this was...
1: Well, you didn't know them until after the threesome. <laughs>
0: right, right, right. No, this was... Because
1: obviously <laughs> you did it, and that's how this story ends. If anybody knows well, Katie, you definitely know that she had the threesome. I
0: mean, yeah. To be <laughs> honest, kidding. it was
1: either... I know your mom listens to this.
0: <laughs> hey, Linda! Well, since I don't know them, I don't know for sure that that's what was happening. Uh, but witnesses can confirm that they're they're pretty sure. So it was either that or maybe they were like trying to murder me or traffic. We I this, don't know.
1: Did this happen at the Sorak the new yes, year it did. at the region's Tower yes, in Indianapolis? It did. Yes, of it did. course it did. Yes. I love it.
0: This was uh the first year that I went to th- I've been a few times, because uh, I would always go with Morgan and her BF Logan. Shout out Morgan and Logan. Uh hey. Best Friends um yeah so we went to that a few times and it was like 2 a.m end of the night things are winding down and this girl kept being like hey like I you're like so pretty uh you should come you should come with us we have a hotel room you should come with us and we have a pool and I was like oh, I, uh, you know what? I don't have a swimsuit. So I'm uh, going to have to say no to that. And she was like, no, no, no. I have one for you. <laughs> and Morgan was like, we're leaving. I think they may have actually also propositioned Morgan. Um, I don't think they were really picky about what. So it could have been murder. We're really unsure. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. Surak, the new year. Good times. Okay,
1: I have a. S- similar but like mostly unrelated
0: story okay
1: um when i was like on the dating apps at one point mm-hmm. i had in my profile like unicorns are my spirit animal which like oh, is true it,
0: you do love unicorns the animal the mythical animal right but all of these people
1: would be like oh you're a unicorn and right I was like, yeah okay and they were like, do you know what that means? And I was like, they're like, great and beautiful and like magical. And they're like, no, it's like the third in a threesome. Right. And I was like, oh, OK, this makes so much <laughs> sense." Now. So I took it off. Yeah. Um, much to my disappointment because I really feel like it explains who I am as a person a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you win some, you lose yeah, some. Not worth, not worth the trouble. <laughs> For sure. Um, Okay. So since we touched on high school, I know that you did this really fun thing yesterday. (laughs) Um, If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know Katie and I uh, are big
0: speech team gals. Yes.
1: And Katie judged a a virtual speech meet yesterday.
0: So, yeah, it was real weird uh, because it's been like a couple years since I judged a speech meet, since I pretty much like quit coaching speech team. Um, I got to say it was nice to not have to like wake up at 5 a.m. and drive a bus full of teens uh, across the state to do speech for like seven hours and then drive them back uh, in the bus. That was like really nice to just be able to have sweatpants on and like just be on my computer. Um, But also at the same time, It uh, was just okay. I mean, here's, okay, so here's what I judged. Let me tell you the, uh, let me tell you the events that I did. I judged uh, US Extemp. Is that it? No, I just didn't. <laughs> Aurelia was off the screen and I didn't know what was happening. Um, no, I judged USXM and then uh, DI and then also POI, which is a new thing uh, called Program Oral Interp. It's been around for a couple of years, but it's like you can take any kind of piece and mash it together around a central theme and then present it. Uh, but they're usually pretty like dramatic. So between that and DI, it's a lot of like, here's a monologue about someone And my family being addicted to drugs and stuff like that. And you're just like, oh my gosh, this (laughs) is like... It's not the appropriate But like, well, here's the thing. It's very mature content. This is like classic speech team. Very mature content. 100%. Being told to you by like 14-year-olds. So at one point, it's like kids are crying, trying to present these things. Uh, At one point, you know, that like... They're talking about sexual assault. At one point, I had a 16-year-old scream the word fuck. Like, (laughs) I'm like, what are we doing?
1: I feel like when you're ages 14 to 16, like, in that range, give or take a few years, I feel like you think you have all of this, like, emotional depth (laughs) and, like, adult experiences. But, like, you don't and you're not one. (laughs)
0: I know. They, but they like, did a good job. A sp- I just want to throw that out there. They did a good job. It's of not course. like they were terrible, but you are just like, oh my. It is just for anyone who has done speech team. It's very classic speech team.
1: Yeah. And also the kids that do speech team. And I'm like, I'm allowed to say this because I was one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you're the most dramatic, most truly, emotional, truly. most like intense mm-hmm. of all of the yeah. children. And that's why you're good at speech team. Yeah. So like you found your niche, your niche. Um, anyways, uh when you said poi, mm-hmm. I started laughing because um, I don't know if you know this, but poi is also if you've ever like gone to like a concert and like the people in the back, like with the hula hoopers and stuff. What? Um we clearly go to different concerts. But like we
0: definitely go to different concerts because I don't go to concerts and you go to music festivals where you have to camp. These are very different music experiences that we have.
1: I would say if you go to like um like a a like a jam band or like any of those type of shows, even if it's not at a music festival, there will definitely be people hula hooping. Okay. And people doing poi, which is like it's like these I can't it's so hard. it's like juggling kind of, but not really. It's crazy. It, it and like if you're good at it, it looks really cool. But that made me think of that. It really went off the <laughs> Yeah, deep end no, this is there. very
0: different. Um very different. Oh, speaking of music though, uh Tay Swift. Good old oh, Tay Tay. Yeah. New You know, music. I listened
1: I listened to no body, no crime uh-huh. because somebody said it gave them big um, Earl Earl has to die oh, yeah. vibes. Mm-hmm. And I was like Goodbye, curious. Earl. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Um, <laughs> and I thought it was okay. I, 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 I hope it. I think Taylor Swift is an incredibly talented musician. Like I just don't know that her music is always for me. Like That's it's not. Fair. That is fair. my genre.
0: Sure, I get it. Um, I just love that you know she's just putting out music left and right. Like good for her, and uh, she's re she's re-recording all of her songs so that she can own the rights to them because of all that. Like nastiness with her old, I don't know, like the guy the, that yeah, touched her butt, Scooter Braun. No, that's a different person. But oh. I mean, yeah, she's put up with a lot of shit from men in the industry, and you know, she's just killing it. So good job, Taylor Swift. We love you as a person.
1: Yeah, we do. And you know what? I really like that she's so outspoken about her political beliefs. Did you watch um, the
0: Netflix documentary?
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Me too. And it so was good. really great. So good. I really liked it. And I I like totally understand a lot more like what she has to deal with. Than... It makes
0: her seem like more of a real person.
1: And also she's clearly like a prodigy, like genius yeah. level. And I think when you're like that, I mean, not that I can speak from experience. I don't think that I'm a prodigy <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Um uh, I think that it's just, like, that much more difficult to, like, connect with people and, yeah. like, have normal relationships and normal
0: But she, like, really excels stuff. at that. She's so yeah. good at, and, like, the business side of things. I mean, she's really, really savvy. And, you know, she's, what, she's, like, 29, 30?
1: I think so. I think she's in her late 20s. Yeah, it's...
0: I mean, I like that we're talking, we're like talking as though we've just discovered her uh, and no one else is aware of her genius. We're like, yeah, you know what? She's really on to something. But
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we discovered her. <laughs> just kidding. But
0: good for you, um, Taylor. Lady yeah. of the Lake, Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, double album. That's that's so impressive. Um, Well, I think we. Probably went off on enough like random tangents. tangents that we're like this part of the recording should be done now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I do um, I do want to get to the interview because it was we so fun.
1: It was so fun. Courtney uh was our guest, uh, and I don't want to give too much away since you're about to hear the interview, but she is such a special lovely person i just yeah. loved talking to her she just has such a big light um and uh we had so much fun it was really great i agree <laughs>
0: <laughs> i concur <laughs> uh yeah so are, are, did you want to talk about anything else are we ready to go to the interview i didn't I know think, i didn't want to cut you I off think, i think we're good i think we're ready okay cool well everyone please enjoy uh the Owner of the Happy Herb Tea Company, Courtney Charay. Hi, Courtney. Welcome. Thanks for being here.
2: Hey. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me. I'm so
1: excited to be here with you. Us too. Yay. It's <laughs> fun. So, uh. Courtney is of the Happy Herb Tea Co. And before we get into the interview, we're going to kick things off with a game. Uh, Katie came up with, um, I guess I should say the name of the
0: game first. Yes, you you came up with the name of the game, so you should take credit for that. Okay, okay, I know.
1: Uh, So we're going to play a game called Spilling the Tea because... Courtney is in the tea world. In the so, tea biz. Yep, that's right. So Kate found some tabloid headline, and Courtney and I will play against each other. Um, and we have to guess the year that uh, that tabloid headline came out.
2: <laughs> All right, yes. I'm ready I, think- I love my pop culture. I love still <laughs> <of my love laughs>
0: in the tea, so I'm ready. Yes. Come so on. I just I found a few, and um, I think what we'll do is maybe like whoever is closest, because guessing the exact year I feel like is probably difficult. So maybe we'll give the point to whoever is like closest in their guess. Okay. Um, and I will just tell you that the years range from the 90s to today that's okay. right? like 90 90 to pre- present time let me just check it with that okay yes all right so I'll just read that re- I'll read the headline and then uh, you guys can take your guesses okay <clears throat> here we go um the Brat Pack, where are they now? A look at Hollywood's one-time golden kids, then and today. What? I'm going to guess um,
1: 2007, because I think they would be like adults at that point. Okay. That's my guess. What do you think, Courtney? Oh, um,
2: can I? Can you say that headline one more time? Let me just kind of marry bit Okay. The
0: Brat Pack, <laughs> which is like the John Hughes uh, group of actors, so okay. Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club, Ferris oh, okay, Bueller's okay. Day Off, all of them. The Brat Pack. Where are they now? A look at Hollywood's one-time golden kids then and today. Yeah, man. That
2: 2007 is a good guess. I would probably say maybe. Uh, 2010. I'm trying to think if there was like a some type of movie that they redid recently and maybe they're trying to Ooh. tie it in. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Very 2010. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a that's I see your train of thought there. Uh, the answer is 1999. Oh, wow. Wow. Those movies all came out in the
1: 80s. Oh, <laughs> um, I was thinking like child stars from the 90s.
0: Yeah. But I I guess I guess the Brat Pack, what? Is that like. The Brat Pack is um, Molly Ringwald and Emilio Estevez Mm -hmm. and everyone from, from yeah, 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Movies. I see. Okay. Yes.
2: The Brat Pack threw me off for a second. I thought we were talking about, I was like, maybe you're talking about the Brat stalls? I'm like, (laughs) oh, but (laughs) no.
0: No, I'm I'm sorry. I (laughs) should have clarified. who the brat pack is <laughs> okay here we go <clears throat> um brad and angelina secret love trip Ooh. 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 so
1: okay you go ahead i think i feel like you know secret love trip okay
2: because you know when they did mr and mrs smith that was back in 2005 and uh brad and uh, rachel or what's her name
0: Jennifer Uh, Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that works.
2: (laughs) works. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But they were still together. And then uh, Angelina Brad had their little fling. So I'm going to say maybe like, I feel like this is maybe 2005 or maybe
1: 2004.
2: I'm going to say 2004.
1: Yeah, I was actually also going to say 2004,
0: 2005,
1: in that range.
0: Yeah. Let's see if we're right. The answer. Is 2005. Oh,
1: good job, Courtney. Good I
0: was
1: job. I was like, when did Mr. and Mrs. Smith come out? But I definitely didn't, like, know for sure. Like, it was like around
0: that. Yeah, hour. I'm going to give that point to Courtney because, like, the information was so detailed and spot on, so.
1: Absolutely. I would agree.
0: <laughs> okay, so then we have a follow-up headline, Brad and Jen back together.
1: Oh. Wow! Wait, wait, wait. Okay, hmm. I'm gonna say I don't know. Maybe like 2006 or like 2009 or something. I don't know, because Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt were together for like a super long time.
2: Yeah, they had yeah. like ten trillion kids together. Yeah, they have. They have, <laughs> they have like quite a crew. So I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. I thought they just got. They recently just got a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like this might have to be a more recent headline, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna say. So my guess is maybe 20, uh 2018. I don't
0: know. Okay. okay, I'm gonna say 2006. Oh, okay. Okay. The answer. <laughs> 2019. Oh my God! Yes, Courtney, you were like on top of Brad Pitt's relationships. I can't
2: help it; he's fine. I mean, you got to keep an eye out on him. (laughs) Brad was always my favorite, and I love Angelina Jolie
1: too. I know that didn't work out for them. They really seem a forever type of vibe, but you know, Yeah. yeah, yeah, celebrities.
0: Uh, okay we have a a couple more uh next one yep I'm gay Ellen DeGeneres explains why she's coming out I think that
1: was 1999 or 1998 because she did it on her show Mm -hmm. like the Ellen DeGeneres show and I think it was I'm gonna say 99 it might maybe 2000 (laughs) Yeah, I feel
2: like it was around that era, like uh, maybe like mid to late 90s. So, yeah, I'm going to say maybe like around 98 as well, around that time.
0: The answer, 1997. Oh! oh. Damn it. <laughs> These are good. <laughs> I tried to pick ones that like maybe there could be some like clues, you know, of. Yeah. Time. Um, but you guys are killing it. Okay. Last one. Will and Jada the photos that will tear them apart. Ooh.
1: I mean, that feels like it could be any time because they're like a you know, they're a power couple, and I feel like it's really? just like random tabloid stuff, right? Oh man. Yeah, because they've
2: been back and forth for quite some time, but Their most recent scandal (laughs) happened this year with Homeboy. I forgot what Homeboy's name was, but she had an entanglement. Entanglement.
0: They had to go to the the table, the red table.
2: Yeah, they went to the red table with it. Mm -hmm. She had to explain her uh, pseudo relationship with this other man. So I'm wondering, and then there was like a series of photos with this dude. So I'm like, maybe this could be this year. I feel like maybe this is like very recent but who's to say because they've had their little ups and downs over the past like couple of decades because they've been together for a good minute Mm -hmm. I'm going to say 2020 I'm going to say 2020 let's see
1: okay I'm going to just mix it up since I'm already losing and I'm going to (laughs) say
0: 2011 we'll just we're all winners here (laughs) the answer is 2013 oh I know. I was like, "Ooh, this is perfect" because they just had all of this stuff. So that one was kind of oh, a tricky one. That was um,
1: tricky.
0: But final score is uh, Aurelia two, Courtney three. So yay! Yeah. Good job! <laughs> awesome. Good
2: job! That was fun.
0: There we go. Tea is oh, filled. Oh, old yeah. old tea. <laughs> old tea. Old tea, and then
2: some some current tea. You know, some new yeah. tea. <laughs>
1: So usually when we start off our interviews, we always ask our guests the same question, which is, what did you want to be when you grew up and what do you do now? <laughs> that's very,
2: that's a really good question because it's completely, what I wanted to be when I, when I was growing or when I, you know, when I wanted to grow up uh, was completely different than what I'm doing now. So backstory, I love Tomb Raider. Did y'all ever play like the Tomb Raider video games growing up? I know what it is. My brother played it. My They're my favorite video games ever. And my mom would get them for me every Christmas. But I always wanted to be Lara Croft. So she was an archaeologist and just like traversing distant lands and raiding tombs and, you know, rolling up on people. So I've always always wanted to be an archaeologist. And I want to study like Egyptian history. And I've always had like this weird fascination with like Egyptian culture as well, like growing up. So Growing up, I wanted to be an archaeologist, but now <laughs> doing something completely different, um, which is herbalism. Um, my nine to five, of course, uh, is I work in the finance industry, but uh, my passion right now is herbalism. I love music and everything like that. So that's a little bit about me.
0: <laughs> a lot of Angelina Jolie themes happening today. Yeah, See?
2: exactly. <laughs> and when that movie came out, I was like, I just. Was over the moon when that movie came out. When Tomb Raider came out in two thousand one, so yeah, (laughs) love everything Tomb Raider.
1: (laughs) So, since this is sort of your um, side hustle, but clearly, you know what you're most passionate about. uh, What made you want to pursue the Happy Herb Tea Company as a Uh,
0: career?
1: So, I I would say, like,
2: I've always been fascinated with uh, like home remedies. Um, I would say, like, even in in my childhood, too, I would, like, whenever we go to the park, I would just, like, try to, like, pull up different plants and act like I was making some type of concoction or, you know, I've always been fascinated with um, plants and home remedies and kind of, like, the spiritual realm and all this other stuff growing up. I was 90s baby, so growing up on the craft, and I love all that stuff with spirituality and, like, you know, just... I don't know, so like I feel like um, I didn't really hone in to herbalism until around 2010 or so, 2011. Um, I was going through something difficult in my life, um, lots of mental health issues and everything like that. And I was talking to a spiritual teacher because I felt like it was something spiritual going on. And she told me that I was um, sensitive to energy, so I'm like a empath, um, so someone who's just sensitive to their environment and she broke down that she guessed the stuff i didn't even talk to her about some of the things that i like she was like you know you're really into you're really connected to mother earth you really like herbalism and plants i'm like wow you're like guessing all the stuff that i'm really into um so she's like this is kind of like your calling is to work with people and work with the plants and kind of help them through the plants so i just kind of ventured more and more into that realm and just came up with the happy herb because i always felt like whatever I do with the plants, I just want to infuse those good vibes in them and just say, I just want them to be happy. Like whenever, whoever is buying my products, I just want them to feel elevated and, you know, pepped up.
0: Absolutely. Cool. cool, cool. So are you a self-taught herbalist then? Or like, how does one get more into that? Are there like books or podcasts or courses? I don't like, I don't know.
2: Man, there's all, there's all of the above. So for me, I'm more of an intuitive herbalist, self-taught herbalist. I've read a lot of books. Um, I do plan to take like my official coursework um, to become a certified uh, medical herbalist, but that's going to be a little bit later on. But um, I've always had like a connection with the plant world. So I just develop my um, abilities to read their, their properties through intuition or like a meditation that I do with them. Um, so everything's been um, self-taught. Um, I've taken a couple of courses, but nothing too strenuous as far as like getting like actual certification, um, read several books, um, listened to different uh, specialists, uh, all of the above. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow, cool. So I know you were mentioning like some of your products before. What what kind of products do you sell? Like tea of course but it seems like there's a little bit more in depth than that yeah so
2: right now it's mostly teas um or sustains because most of my herb or most of my teas are um herbal teas so whenever I started the happy herb I was more focused on wellness blends just like things to help people with different elements um but (laughs) those teas don't exactly taste the best and I, I I get it They work, but they don't taste the best because people want to add like honey and sugar to them. I'm like, you you can't really add that stuff if you're drinking a wellness tea. You have to just just take it how it is and just, you know, just drink it, um, just forward drink it. And um, so I I was started out with a whole bunch of wellness blends and then I kind of ventured more into um, just like different blends like for real, not realization, I should say more like um, just sipping blends, like a casual tea um or uh, just like a traditional green tea black tea i've been venturing into those type of blends so now my company is becoming a little bit more holistic i should say um where i have wellness blends i have sipping teas i have uh the traditional blends i'm kind of kind of reaching out into different areas of the uh tea world uh, tea industry i should say so Right now, it's mostly teas. I do have some aromatherapy sprays on there as well. And I used to do tinctures. Um, I'm finding that people kind of like the teas better. So I'm just trying to kind of gauge what what my people like, what my customers like.
0: <laughs> For sure. Got to adapt. Yeah. Where do you, I'm just really curious, where do you like get the tea from like are you getting all of these different ingredients from places and like putting it together yourself are there i don't know where someone goes for those things
2: no yeah that's like that's a really good question and yes that's what i do so i essentially cultivate my own blends my own proprietary blends i mean of course you have your typical traditional green teas or black teas that are just as is but um because I love like the medical properties of teas and like how you can just manipulate and just add certain prop or certain uh, herbs to the tea, um, I cultivated my I cultivate my own blends. So um, almost everything you see on the happyherb.com is my own proprietary blend. There's a couple of blends on there that are just like straight, just like green tea or a black tea um, that just come from suppliers. So i use a couple of uh, manufacturers that just cultivate different mass production of herbs um starbucks botanicals is one of them um and i just just take what i want you know whatever herb i want and i just cultivate a blend for it and hopefully (laughs) hopefully it it works for (laughs) for my customers i am revamping some of my blends on there because they they need some updating but uh, but yeah most of the time i'm just taking different herbs and just combining them into a blend
1: cool sounds awesome so do you like do you like measure it sort of just by feel like at this point because you're so comfortable with with making those or like with the different when you're mixing them together yeah so essentially
2: it depends on what the tea what the purpose of the tea is so if I'm making like a wellness tea for um, relaxation, for instance, I know that the main component is going to be like chamomile is in my sleep well, sleep tight tea. That's the main component. Um, so I put a lot more of that in, in it than um, the other ingredients. I have um, St. John's wort in there. I have hops. Hops is a very, very strong herb. So I I use a little bit of that. So it's just kind of knowing first kind of have to know like the what the purpose of the tea is for and then you want to have maybe one or two herbs to kind of complement that main purpose and then maybe one or two to kind of help with the nuances of the properties so um for the sleep well sleep type for example the chamomile is the main property pops is a very strong um sedative um so that's another strong property of it and then i have my saint john's wort what's helped uh, that helps with like your mood and just um, balancing out your your mood and everything like that. So it's just a, a very pinch, like it's like a pinch of St. John's Wort. So just kind of knowing the different properties of uh, the herbs that you want to put into the tea helps you figure out the quantity or how much you want to put in there for each blend.
0: Interesting. So yeah, it literally sounds like a potions class. <laughs>
2: it, it literally is. No, seriously. <laughs> whenever you, know, you get like the, the boil, boil, double, like double, you know, the cauldron, that's literally what it is. Basically. You're like, you're just mixing in these different formulas and just seeing what works. And it's, it, it's, it's awesome. Like, I love, it. I love the experimentation of it. So.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That sounds really fun. And the fact that, you know, at the end, you're helping somebody with something that they're having trouble with. I think that's like, uh, the icing on top, right? Yeah. Um, so as a, uh, business owner, um, you know, we've had several, uh, small business owners on the podcast and we like to ask them if they have any advice for other women wanting to start their own business, like things that you've learned along the way that you're like, if only <laughs> I had known that.
2: Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's such a, it's such a learning curve too. So I would say maybe my top three points, uh, first one starting out is make sure you put your own personality into your branding. Um, Because as we find, uh, you know, e-commerce is very popular. So there's so many people that are, you know, kind of doing the same thing that you're doing. You might see oversaturation in a way. So you want to make sure that you stand out in your own, in your own lane. Um, like I've been on a journey to kind of figure out what speaks to me the best as far as branding. I see Everblen or Ever companies doing something I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should do that." But it's really just about finding who you are and putting that into your branding. So that's that's actually I'm working on that right now. Hopefully in 2021 I can kind of release a little bit more of my own personal uh, flair into into the company. And I would say another thing is um, a lot of people, of course, like you were saying before, um, we all have like nine to fives. So um, really have to make sure that you dedicate time to your your business, even if it's after hours, if it's before you go to work, have to make sure that you dedicate a certain number of hours a week um, to make sure that you're hitting your goals and and your your aspirations, because once you kind of become lax on it you put it to the wayside then you know you're not going to be cultivating what you really want to do with that and for me like one of my goals is to have the happy herb replace my nine to five eventually so i have to always be on top of that and make sure that i'm i'm trying to achieve what i want to achieve with it and it takes a lot of work so you just have to like know that it's just going to take a lot of work it is what it is and just be consistent with it and then i would say the other one is The the third thing I would say is like with the marketing and branding, find unique ways to speak to your audience. And I'm actually working on this myself, but um, whether it's like showing them how to prepare tea properly, because a lot of people don't know how to prepare tea properly. They, you know, there's a whole bunch of, you know, faux pas when it comes to making your your cup of tea or just like uh, just find something that you can use to help people and connect with your audience because people love to be helped they love to look at something and say oh my gosh i want to try that or that really helps me and that's kind of how you build up your audience and your base
1: absolutely
0: yeah that's great advice thank you so So, i know you oh sorry i was just gonna say you mentioned that you are hoping eventually this becomes your nine to five um i was just wondering like what do you kind of envision for the happy herb tea company like if you could project out and everything works out great and perfectly like what would your <laughs> dream be for for this company man that's a great question
2: i have so many ideas of things i want to do i'm trying to streamline them but I think what I, I really want to do is eventually hope open up a kind of like a holistic health center, like healthcare care center, because um, I still want to get back to the root of what I do, which is like more of the medicinal wellness blends. So eventually I would love to open up like a, a wellness center here, either in the Fort Worth area or the Dallas area that focuses on um, using medicinal herbs and energy healing, because I'm also an energy healer. Um, using energy healer uh, energy healing meditation all of that stuff to um, work with people on their emotional spiritual um, aspects so that's what I eventually see the happy herb like I would love to do something like that Um, if I was to have like a little boutique store I would love to keep it more on a small business type of scale because I don't really for me personally I don't want to get like huge like a like a Walmart big. That's not like my purpose. <laughs> I kind of want to stay like more small, unique, uh, boutique type of you know, business. Just to ca- I want to cater to people. I want to make sure people are being taken care of more than just the price point at the end of the day, or the the bottom dollar. I guess you can kind of say so. But that's kind
1: absolutely. And I feel like that format feels like more or organic, more natural for your business definitely he yeah. is
0: cozy yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what it's, i think of <laughs> i'm like oh cozy and <laughs> you're like small <laughs> yeah it's like
2: cozy and nice and intimate you know just have like a really good connection with with what you're putting out there with the tea so that's my goal
1: mm-hmm. well courtney uh I do have one question. Can you explain to our listeners and to me? I have an idea, but um, what is energy healing exactly? That's so interesting. Okay, so um,
2: there's a a few ways to look at it. Essentially, the practice that I I do is called chronic healing. So everybody has like an aura or a certain energy field. Um, This is also documented. So I'm not just like making it up, (laughs) but everybody has a certain uh, energy signature um, around their body, like a magnetic field um, around their body. Um, What energy healing does or what chronic healing does is um, sometimes there's holes in our energy centers um, or our chakras, you can call that. Um, Whenever there's holes or something is not flowing properly, Um, Energy healing just basically helps fill in the holes or it helps you heal yourself. So uh, with chronic healing, um, whenever I have a client, um, I just clear out the aura, any type of debris or anything that's blocking their energy zones. Um, And then I focus on their, um, whatever element that they have, there's a particular protocol. So if they have like a, you know, if their head's hurting or something like that, then I'll I 'll focus in on particular energy zones just to kind of clear that out, um, but essentially, what it is is just helping you become more uh, aligned with yourself energetically, so your your energy is flowing better, and then that of course uh manifests itself on a on a physical level. You feel physically better as well, so it just kind of attacks all aspects of yourself
1: wow oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I think I might need that.
2: <laughs> let me know, girl. I do this this I just have one the other day, too. So you let me okay. know. I will. I will.
1: Uh, Courtney, we uh, have loved having you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, oh. Before before we hop off, uh, do you have anything that you'd like to promote? Your website, social media?
0: How- Where can people find you? Yeah, y'all come holla
2: at me. Holla at your girl now i like instagram so I'm, I'm on facebook too but y'all can holla at me on instagram i'm on uh i'm at the happy herb tea company on instagram um and then also my website the herb.com i am doing a promotion because i have like this little fancy holiday packaging for my teas Ooh. so nice, it's y'all... so cute Thank i love it i really appreciate it, it. <laughs> so if y'all want to um just Go to the website. You'll check out the tease um, promo code for just uh, girls just wanna podcast. The promo right. code. Ooh, is- this
1: is our first promo code. I feel oh, like we made code. it Hell oh, yes, I love it.
2: Okay, sorry.
1: <laughs>
2: Go ahead. So the, the promo code is girls just wanna twenty, and you'll get twenty percent off your order. So come holla at, at the dot y'all. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> so excited. Uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on here. I really, really appreciate it, guys.
1: Absolutely. You. Absolutely. we had a great time. Thank you so much, Courtney. We'll talk to you later. All right. See y'all later.
0: Thanks for listening to Girls Just Wanna. If you've made it
1: this far, we
0: consider you a
1: close and personal friend.
0: So we hope you'll subscribe and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.
1: And follow us at GJW Podcast on Instagram and Facebook.
0: We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.